listening to Speak Out Loud, stories of strength from the Southern Downs, a community project sharing stories of strength and resilience, as well as information about mental health and wellbeing that supports our communities impacted by the 2019 and 2020 bushfires. Tune in for conversations with local residents and health and community workers who generously share tips, strategies and resources to support your recovery journey. In the spirit of reconciliation, we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. I'm your host, Catherine Walton a mental health social worker based on the Southern Downs in Southern Queensland. I'm so pleased to bring this podcast to you, which has been supported through funding from the Darling Downs and Westmorton PHN. As I've been working on this community project, planning and producing the podcast, I've been privileged to meet up with so many of my colleagues who work in the health and community sector who have wonderful knowledge and skills to share about managing stressful events, such as the bushfires of 2019 and 2020. I've also been privileged to meet up with some of our residents who've generously shared their stories of resilience and inner strength so that you might be inspired and find some new ways of not only coping with tough times, but thriving in life. Now, as COVID-19 restrictions have meant very limited face-to-face events in recent times, I've absolutely loved travelling to record these conversations one-on-one and to see for myself where these stories took place. Val Voss is one of those people that I've met. Val and her husband, Doug, live on the edge of town in Stanthorpe, which is at the southern end of the Southern Downs region. I'd initially chatted with Val over the phone, and when I met her at home, I felt an instant connection, because she had pansies growing at her front door, and her home was filled with beautiful handmade patchwork which she had created. Both things that I really love. Val shared stories about her recent patchwork projects with me, which personally I found inspirational, and I found myself itching to get back into my creative hobbies too. As Val said, it's important to have things to do that you enjoy, such as hobbies. One of Doug's pastimes had been restoring machinery, which had been greatly impacted when the fire destroyed much of the outbuildings next to their house. During our chats about her close-hand experience with the bushfire, I was curious about her sense of calmness. Among other things, Val had told me that they'd lost almost everything in the floods of 1974 in Ipswich before they moved to Stanthorpe. In dealing with these events, Val said that she had learned to listen to a quiet inner voice reminding her to accept what she couldn't control, to let it go and to move on from it. Val also spoke to me about her immense gratitude for the support from friends, neighbours, business houses, representatives of the council, charities, and other people she didn't know, 
and she truly appreciated their thoughtful offers of practical help and emotional support, both during and immediately after the fire. Val wrote down her story about the bushfire, which almost claimed her home, and she's given me permission to read it to you. But first, I want to tell you about the top three takeaways that I gained from my conversations with Val that I think might support you on your recovery journey too. Number one, find gratitude in the big things and the little things in life. Number two, choose your mindset. Instead of focusing your mental energy and time on things you can't control, accept what is or what's happened and move on. Make the best of what you can do and what you do have. And number three, have a hobby, something that you enjoy doing, either with other people or by yourself. Okay, now it's time for Val's story, written in her own words. Please note that Val reflects on events and circumstances as the fire burned through her property. Her house was saved and no one was hurt, but this is a topic which may trigger some people. If you are concerned about this, you might choose to skip through to another episode of this podcast or download the handout which goes along with this episode and which includes some information about where you can access support. You can always ask your doctor for a referral to counselling. You can contact our mental health service navigator on 1300 012 710 to ask about how to access assistance. You can also listen to the episode where I talk to our mental health service navigator, Helen O'Brien, in the episode called Supports, Services and Referrals. Helen talks extensively about the wonderful services and supports that are available for people. You can also call Lifeline's Crisis Line on 13 11 14. This is Val Voss's story. We were on our way home after volunteering that day when my son phoned to see where we were. We were just leaving Warwick and he said, there's a fire on Texas Road. Approximately seven minutes later, I phoned him back only to be told, got to go, police orders. And you've just lost your garden shed. We parked at the creek on arriving home only to witness a raging fire at our home. Doug raced up to see what he could do. The fireys told him to put water on the top side of the house. But alas, the hoses were burnt. But he managed to get one from our son's place next door and hosed and hosed. Doug is not a young man, but it's amazing where the strength comes from when needed. The adrenaline really kicks in. For me, sitting in the car at the creek watching, my initial thoughts were where our son and his family and her aged mother had got to. As I watched this raging inferno, I was truly overcome by a feeling of utter helplessness and I thought, here we go again. We had almost lost everything in the floods of 74 in Ipswich. Now a fire. 
As I was watching this nightmare happening before my eyes, suddenly this inner voice said, Be still and know that I'm God. Friends were phoning to check on us, some offering to put us up. Apparently, it was on Facebook that we'd lost our home. And that would have been the impression anyone would have got. Believe you me, the scene I witnessed was one of frantic activity. Chaos abounded everywhere. Local and rural fire trucks continually filling up at the creek, water tankers arriving, and it really looked like they were losing the battle. Trees alight everywhere, embers floating around like sparklers and what appeared to be a massive raging fireball. Fires seemed so angry as they set their path of destruction. Next thing, the fire crossed the creek, continuing on its rampage. It is well to remember that at this time, we were in the midst of severe drought. At some point, I wondered if the lady behind me got her horses out. As the fire seemed to ease our end, I could see part of the house to the creek and I remember thinking, well, we may have one wall left. About half past midnight, our niece came and got me and took me up to the house as her partner had been helping Doug too. Next, they got a message on their phone to say their area was alight. Seems fires were everywhere. Doug remained outside till morning as fires kept flaring up and at our neighbours. About 3am I could see flashing lights and I thought, what now? And as I looked out, one of the fiery sang out and said, we're just picking up our hoses. Thank God for that, I thought. Daylight came and so did friends offering support and help. As we hadn't had a cuppa since 3pm the day before, I really appreciated our friends bringing up a thermos of tea. The funny things you appreciate, eh? That morning, wandering around, the devastation was really unbelievable. In parts, about one metre off the house. You realise just how blessed you are. Things that will always be etched in my mind was the frantic scene I witnessed and the feeling for those who lost everything. On reflection, yes, we lost sheds, lots of equipment and tools, some antique machinery, precious items, camping equipment, and the list goes on. But at the end of the day, they are all just possessions. But we had our lives, and it just goes to show how very quickly everything can be taken from us. We are so very thankful that no lives were lost and for the enormous sacrifice the fireys make in fighting fires of this magnitude. And also Samaritan's Purse, a charity, for the wonderful work they did in disaster recovery. For us, we are so very humbled by the help we received from this wonderful community and we give thanks to God daily for his mercies. Val also showed me a newspaper clipping from the Border Post that was published a few days after the fire. This is what it said. Thanks isn't a big enough word. Thanks, in capital letters. 
This six-letter word seems so very inadequate in expressing our sincere gratitude to the wonderful efforts of the Fire Brigade, Police, SES volunteers, water tank carriers, planes, etc., who worked under such adverse conditions on Friday night to save our homes. It is truly amazing to see our homes still standing. To each of you, we owe you enormous gratitude and heartfelt thanks. The two Voss families. You've been listening to Speak Out Loud, stories of strength from the Southern Downs, a community podcast supporting the mental health recovery journey of the people in the Southern Downs region in southern Queensland following the bushfires of 2019 and 2020. If you go to the show notes for this episode, you'll find a link to a handout which includes a summary of the episode with the top three takeaways or tips, as well as the services and the resources that we referred to. The handout is free for you to read, download and print if you wish to. You can also find this podcast, the show notes and the handouts by going to www.catherinewalton.com. That's www.k-a-t-h-r-y-n-w-a-l-t-o-n.com.au. If you found benefit in this episode, I'd love it if you could let your friends know about it so we can share this valuable health and wellbeing information with everyone who can benefit from it. 